0: Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay.
1: As we try something new today for Album for the Day, we go to the start of a new year and we decided to do our choice cuts from Album for the Day so far. And these are our 31 most enjoyed episodes by
0: us. Doesn't mean it's for you. <laughs>
1: Hopefully you enjoyed them too, but nobody ever asks us, so these are what we enjoyed the most, so far with over 200 albums done.
0: And these are the albums that we felt were the most special to us, what we learned the most from, um, and just something we enjoyed uh, talking about the most. So without further ado, here we go. Album for the day.
1: And january the 28th we get back into the uk week i think we closed it out with uh lily allen that week those mm-hmm. might have actually yeah they were back to back um but it, it's always fun digging into somebody you aren't super familiar with if you weren't into lily allen please check her out she is quite the
0: treat absolutely um And she is not afraid to hold back. Uh, She is a strong, powerful voice of pop music right now. And this was a great album to do. Learned a lot. It was awesome.
1: Do yourself a fave. Look into her other ventures.
0: And definitely masturbate.
1: Album for the day, October 16th, as we wrap up UK Week we also continue with number 1 squared an album that was number 1 while a single from the same artist was number 1 today we focus on lily allen it's not me it's you which was number 1 in the uk with the fear on february 15th of 2009 the album was recorded in 07 and 08 and Released February 4th of 2009 on Regal and Parlophone Records. This is Lily Allen's second album and it was produced by Greg Kirsten who has also worked with Beck, Adele, Sia, Paul McCartney, and the Foo Fighters. He won the Grammy for Producer of the Year in 2017 and 2018. He co-wrote, played all the instruments on engineered, and produced the album. Mm. He mean, won the ASCAP
0: Golden Note Award in May of 2021. He's won eight total Grammys. Like, the dude knows the music business. Like, that's a that's just a fact.
1: Well, like, honestly, I, I don't have Greg Kirsten's figures, but we talked about somebody a minute ago responsible for $130 million in sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is at least that
0: much. Oh, man, yeah. He's, uh, he's, a good, he's a good person to have in your corner, that's for sure.
1: So if you don't know anything about Lily Allen, she is British. Her dad is Keith Allen, an actor and comedian, and her mom is Alison Owen, a film producer. Mm-hmm. Um, she tried to create this album with several writers and producers, but returned to Kirsten. and um, She said, I want to work with one person from start to finish to make it one body of work. I think I've grown up a bit as a person, and I hope it reflects that.
0: And I respect that decision all the way, because I feel like what she was trying to say there is like, look, I'm trying to make an album here. I'm not trying to like cut up pieces of my life because that's what these songs are is pieces of life you know and and when you do it with different people and that kind of thing you're giving a little piece here and a little piece there rather than working on one body of work with one person i totally respect that about this album
1: yeah she literally isolated i i think it kind of reminds me of what we learned with uh in the Tori Amos Little Earthquakes episode about mm-hmm. working with one person and one vision and mm-hmm. valuable perspective. Mm-hmm. The original title of the album was Stuck on the Naughty Step. Well, Let your imagination run wild. It is Lily Allen after all. Mm. Um, the song Who'd Have Known, actually, which was the fifth single from the album and the fourth in the U.K., Uh, It borrows from the song Shine by the UK boy band group Take That that you may know with Gary Barlow and Robbie Williams. Um, They actually allowed her to use it, and they're all listed as co-writers individually because she wrote the song and played it for somebody and realized, hmm, Let's take that. And she said, quote, I can't be bothered with the paperwork. So she just put them all as co-writers. That, hey, good for her. The song is also featured prominently in T-Pain's Five O'Clock. Mm. The, Lily Allen is listed as a featured artist, as well as Wiz Khalifa on. Mm. Go Wiz.
0: Go Wiz. Uh, the track that I would like to talk about would be the third uh, release from this album.
1: The third single, Jay? The
0: third single. What was
1: that single called, Jay?
0: That single was called Fuck You. (laughs) And anytime anybody ever writes a song called Fuck You, I just want to say that that, there is someone in particular, there's something happening where you're like, you know what? Fuck you.
1: This rage is this, palpable.
0: This has so much... I can taste the rage in the room. And not only like do you write the song, but name it. Fuck
1: you. Well, to be fair, actually, sir, the demo was posted as Guess Who Batman, as well as Get With the Brogram, which... Would indicate, and she later acknowledged, means she's talking about George
0: W. Bush. Mm-hmm. But but she changed the name after all of that to "fuck you." She did. So it's I mean, even like even after the thought of all of those things <laughs> and the changes that she was making to go back to mm, you know what? No, fuck you. Like, that's one of the things to me that I like, I held on to it. And I was like, okay. When
1: I think about the fact that that has inspired people like CeeLo Green and Chris Stapleton and Mike Campbell to just go ahead, go ahead down that road. To
0: go ahead and do it. And the crazy part, it's by far her most listened to song on this album.
1: And if you want to see something cool, the video is actually really neat. Um, She's walking to a television studio and she's using her fingers to warp different items, including a person's hairstyle, including the Eiffel Tower, uh, the Statue of Liberty. She's just sitting there and basically effing, if you will, with everything and it's a fun walk Um, this was also seen as somewhat of a gay anthem due to the lyric so you say it's not okay to be gay well I think you're just evil you're just some racist who can't tie my laces your point of view is medieval Mm. Um, and you know you've made it when your song gets featured in Pitch Perfect Mm -hmm. not a sequel either the, the original. <laughs> it's perfect, man.
0: Well, I support, uh, uh, yeah, I support everything she said there because, uh, yeah, if you don't support, you're part of the problem.
1: That's what I'm saying. Speaking yep. of which, the song Not Fair is uh, really delightful. I know Jay has a particular affinity for it. It's got kind of a country vibe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the video matches that kind of countryish thing. The song depicts sexual frustration. The second verse starts with a graphic indictment you can hear for yourself. Um, Lily censored herself when performing on the Graham Norton show <laughs> and said, I spent ages kneading bread instead of what she actually said. Um... Again, let your imagination run wild. If you don't know, go listen to the song. It does rhyme. It does. (laughs) And there's some similar motions, but in the end, different techniques. And
0: there's a lot of yeah. There are a lot of different techniques for it. This is going south quickly.
1: Well, the fear is the number one from this one. Mm-hmm. It was originally titled "I Don't Know," um, and it was one of two demos with "I Could Say" that she posted on her MySpace. Um, I'll tell you that kind of dates
0: us a little bit there, doesn't it? It
1: dates Lily Allen
0: for sure. Yep.
1: longest UK number one in two thousand nine. She won two Ivor Novello Awards, which is a British songwriting award, uh, for Best Song Musically and Lyrically and Most Performed Work, and Greg Kirsten won three for those and Songwriter of the Year. Uh, Lily Allen says it's a satire about materialism and the pressures of being rich and famous. Um the line I'll look at the sun and I'll look in the mirror refers to some British tabloids
0: that <laughs> featured her
1: mm. a lot.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think if and it's not all fun and games and she did say, as I mentioned, that you know, I think I've grown up and matured. Uh the song He Wasn't There is actually where she's forgiving her dad. Um, it's a really poignant song, but I wouldn't say it's sappy. Um, she said, "After years of pain, we're in a good place." So that's always it's, good. It's nice when somebody can document that successful thing instead of what is usually a story about pain and an unrequited kind of mm-hmm. resolution.
0: Mm. Well, awesome. Well, uh, today, uh, October 16th, uh, album for the day is It's Not Me, It's You by Lily Allen. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Twitter at uh, album the number four of the day. Uh, Give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. Uh, Support us via the listener support option and gain access to additional bonus content. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow.
1: Yo, such a hole. <laughs>